You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Talk. King League! Good evening, everybody. Uh, welcome to Sunday with the Kiwis, another uh, round seven. Um, a pretty poor round by the looks of it for everybody, and uh, I'd be very surprised if many people gained any ranks. But I know Shooter uh, will bring you in, mate. You are now leading our Talking League comp with a, another decent week and another decent climbing ranks. Yeah, I've climbed up about just over a thousand rank, about for about a bad at mess. About f- I was twenty eight hundred or something last week and fourteen hundred. Fourteen hundred now, so yeah, pretty, not too bad of a round. Probably probably par for for what the weekend was. Yeah, no, um, evening, Jay Warrior, how are you, man? And uh, how was your round? Because I know you had a bit of a stinker as well as I did. Yeah, I guess I'm a happy, depressed person at the moment because uh, the Warriors won, but my fantasy team stunk. So, yeah, it's bittersweet. Yeah, it's uh, definitely some really low scores from from guns that we probably expected more out of and uh, and a couple of key injuries to some sort of some not some more lesser owned players but decent NRL fellas so um yeah it wasn't wasn't the greatest round for for a lot of people and I'd be pretty interested to see what the highest score was to be honest um so yeah welcome everybody um get your questions in we'll uh, we'll answer them as we go through the potty um we will get straight into it uh start with you shooter your stud Nico Hines 73 points bro yeah, so I, I didn't actually see too much of the game, but I caught the last little bit and I was obviously t- keeping track of his score. Um, I don't have him, have him in my team, unfortunately, but we'll be doing my best to get him in there at some point. But yeah, that 73, he didn't look like he was going to get anywhere near that in that first half. And then he got, um, he just went off in that second half and I've seen a few highlights and he looked really bloody good. Uh, one try assist, two line breaks three tackle breaks, um, and that's all with four errors and one missed tackle as well. So uh, his score could have been even bigger without without those demerits. Um, so it's just probably a look at things to come. He's looking pretty consistent in his fantasy scores, and a lot of people are going to be wanting him. If you don't have him or, ch- uh, him or uh, the chin, you're missing out on a lot of points at the moment. Yeah, I totally agree. You need one or the other, and at the moment, uh, Nico Hines actually looked really good, and, and Nathan Cleary probably didn't look quite so good. So, uh, but an even kilter, really, I think. Uh, Jay Warrior, how about you, bro? I see your uh, your study of Ryan Madison. I know you brought him in, and, and I think a few others did as well. Yeah, I got him last week, maybe even two weeks ago. And normally when you ask for a start, I always look through my team and pick out the highest scoring player. And when you ask this question... I just didn't have anyone to pick, so I just gambled and said, oh, I'll take Maddo and just hope he scored well. And, yeah, it's just unfortunately because they were giving the Bulldogs a bit of a thrashing, his minutes were probably a little bit capped, but scoring 54 in 61 minutes is a great 
PPM. And even though he had minus 12 in demerits, it's a real what-if moment. You know, like he could be, if he gets a tough game where he has to perform, he could be knocking out those 70 or 80, 80s. He's got a nice high ceiling. So something to look forward to. He had his offload back again tonight, so that helps. And a couple of line break assists. So um, a bit of everything from Meadow. So it's good to see because we're going to yeah. be looking at players this week. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, interesting. He started on the edge. I didn't see much of the game, but, but sort of the boys were saying that he would look pretty dangerous on that edge. So if he can continue playing a bit of edge and a bit of middle, he's going to be even better. And uh, um, rolling into to my my start here, um, Daily Cherry Evans, and, and you talked about negatives here, Jay Warrior with Maddo. Funnily, this week, DC had no negatives in his game, hence the 97 points. It's just a typical DCE game, you know, when Manly are on, he's in absolutely everything, you know, attack, defence, and this week, sort of, his key stats are for the 497 kick metres, 133 run metres, and six tackle busts, uh, and to the two turnover tackles, so you're not going to see him get two turnovers every week, and you're probably not going to see him get the six tackle busts every week, but, yeah, he was just everywhere, you know, and I just said, you know, the biggest thing for him this week was the zero negatives. Um, it, was a, it was a sort of a scrappy old, funny old game, but DCE just sort of seemed to be everywhere, eh, and, um, and his scores this year, if you started with him, I think you'd be fairly happy. He's gone at 93, 34, 69, 51, 50, and 97, and his average is 62.8. So you wouldn't probably wouldn't be unhappy if you did start with him. Um, and he's probably definitely someone you want to look for maybe on the run home after Origin, because um, I think um, he will serve you well if you've got the likes of you know him and Hines and Cleary. Could not couldn't be a, wouldn't be a bad option of your three halves. And if you wanted to chuck another guy in there, say you know like. Cameron Munster, I think you probably couldn't go too wrong. So um, definitely, I think DC is someone you look at after Origin. Um, and, and for him as well, his scores, it, just, it doesn't matter who his half's partner is. He always seems to dominate. So I went back and had a look at a couple of stats with him playing with Cooper Johns and uh, Josh Schuster, and they don't really, the stats for him, they really don't change. So I, I, I don't think it really matters who his half's partner is. So yeah, definitely someone to look out for um, after Origin if he's going to continue scoring well. Um, and, and if Manly are going well, he generally tends to play pretty well as well. So, um, so yeah, good for him. And, and he was my my stud this week. Um, so just remember, guys, um, the next live podcast will be Saturday 6th of May at Magic Round. Uh, Jay Warrior going over to represent the Kiwis there for us. Um, meet and greet from 12 o'clock and the live podcast is going to start at 1 o'clock uh, at the Lefties Musical in Caxton Street, just across the road from Suncorp Stadium. So come out and hang out with the boys, TK, Andy, Corby, Riley, Rich, Jake and Robbo and Sean will all be there. Um, happy to uh, catch up and have a beer and, and have a good yarn of footy and fantasy. Um, entries free, just get in uh, early for some banter and some beers in the first game of the day is the mighty Premiership favourite Warriors at 3 o'clock versus the Panthers. Well, uh, we'll move into some questions. Um, I'll start off with you here, uh, Jay Warrior, uh, from Kim Markia. It's a good time to bring in Crossland. Now, he looked pretty good. Yeah, and he's got that nice buy schedule. He's, um, even with his 49 this week, he'll still be under 400k, so he's going to be popular. He passed the eye test, uh, and yeah, All I think he's gonna be, he'll be the highest traded in player this week. He made forty three yeah. tackles and only missed three. Uh, not a lot in the positives, you know. Didn't run the ball once. Uh, kicked for seven meters, so that must have been a nice grubber. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, if he's going to make forty three tackles and playing for the Knights, he's going to get plenty of opportunities to make mm. tackles. So. Yep. 
Um, also, they've got the Cowboys next week, so that could be a bit more interesting. It could be a bit more open running and would like to see him start to actually do something on attack because, yeah, that's a lot of base points, isn't it? And he got a yeah. try in there, of course, as well. So you take out the try and he's at 41. Mm. Yeah, but at that price, I think he'll be pretty popular. Yeah, 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 definitely. Totally agree. Your thoughts as well there on that one, Shooter? Same sort of uh, thought as, as Jay Warrior there, Mick? Yeah, when it's all base, there's only, it can only go up from there, really, can't it? So yep. I think he probably, like like Joe Warrior says, you'll probably be one of the most traded in players coming. Yeah. What a shame yeah. he didn't play hooker for three or four weeks before the dual positions came out. But Yeah. Might might be a good one for me to go down from Carty to him, actually. I might might be happy. So, yeah, Kim, I hope that answers your question, mate. Probably a good idea to, to look at Crossland and bring him in next week if you're looking to downgrade somewhere. Uh, one here from, from Hens, Kalolo. I'll start with you there, Shooter. Ryan Madison, real deal. If he stays injury-free and Carty starting off the bench, probably not a bad option um, uh, through the through the buy period there for the Eels either. Yeah, he's got, like, unbelievably low... I suppose he's only just come back in the last few weeks, but... He's only 3.6% owned at the moment. I got him straight away as soon as he came back. And, um, like, he look, if he's going to play that edge uh, lock hybrid role, he's going to be really good. Even if, even if he plays just lock, he's going to be a boy. He, um, mm. He's a proven gun fantasy player, basically. Uh, he looked really good on that edge, put away uh, Penasini a couple of times. Um, with some nice passing and a couple of nice offloads, and he just is a machine in the middle as well yeah. as tackling. He did he did miss four yeah. tackles today, um, yep. which you will do when you play big minutes. And he had one error, yeah. so the score could have been even bigger than what it was. But you're you're always going to get around that late fifties to mid sixties yep. with Meadow, so yeah, for sure, a no brainer for me. Yep, no, good idea. I think Ryan Madison is a real deal mate, and I think there'll be a lot of coaches jumping on, uh, downgrading probably some few Origin play to, players, uh, getting rid of them and bringing in those guys that, that likely probably aren't going to play Origin. I don't think Ryan Madison's going to play Origin. Uh, Brenton, rolling at 13th. Now, here's a good one. Thoughts on Ali Katoa and Alamotti to JDB and Crossler. Now, I've got Ali Katoa and Alamotti, and I was actually thinking of holding Liero and getting rid of Katoa. I think Liero... It's going a bit better. Um, I don't mind these, JDB and Crossland for Ali Katoa and, and Alamotti. What I'm worried about with JDB, what we spoke about just before the podcast, that the Dragons uh, made a bit of an error before the start of the game, whereas they were supposed to have Jacob Little starting and Mbai started. So it did actually burn one of their interchange uh, cards. So I'm just wondering if, if Jack DeBellin did play the bigger minutes there. He's got the, the yards in his legs after the first couple of games. So I'm wondering if, if, if it's going to be a trend that he continues to play 80. I'm not I'm not 100% sure. We know he can do it, and he obviously did it today. But I'm just wondering how much, how if that's going to continue. Even if it doesn't, I still think he's still going to be pumping out good, you know, mid-50 scores, and he definitely looks pretty good. So I'd actually pull the trigger on these. I don't mind these, and especially bringing in Crossland as well. Two fairly safe guys Crossland, as we just spoke about with a decent base um i don't think you can go wrong there brenton and it's going to help you uh especially at your current rank and then jdb probably be still a bit of a pod even after next week you tend to agree there jay warrior with those bro you think um jdb probably going to be a pod still even after only the one performance i don't know how many people will jump on yeah it might be worth asking uh des hasler if he's going to play <laughs> um jdb at 
at lock because uh, I don't think Hook's going to be around too much longer. <laughs> so, he, yeah, it depends what the new coach wants to do. But, mm. um, yeah, he's had fantasy pedigree in the past when he plays big minutes. And if he gets big minutes, yeah. I think it's pretty good. So, yeah. Um, and Ali Katawa, oh, he's f- frustrating because I was going to keep him as like a low-end mm. keeper for the season. Yeah. But this week, he just stunk up the joint pretty bad. And, uh, yep. Yeah, he's probably, mind you, half my team's on the trading block this week. <laughs> just yeah, man. Which order I need to cash in and which yep. players are out. So, yeah, yeah it's a fire sale at the uh, Jay Warriors uh, uh, team this week. Yeah, I think we'll I think we'll have a good chat during the week there, uh, Rich, because I'm exactly the same after a few of my shockers, mate. I've got to decide who's out and who's not. But I think Ali Katoa is probably going to be one of them. So, Brendan, I hope that's answered your question, mate. I'd probably pull the trigger on those. Uh, uh, you, better, more... you better give him his humble humble brag, too. He is ranked <laughs> 13th. So, obviously, he only listens to the uh, podcast and gets all his advice from us, and that's why he's ranked 13th. Yeah, yeah. Well done, good, well done, good. Don't listen to me this week, though, mate. I'm a shocker. Um, another one here, real one. Now, this is something that I'm considering. Uh, I I didn't Captain Hines because I don't have him, and I definitely didn't get 830, but I am thinking about getting rid of Harry Grant because his last couple of weeks have been terrible, and he's going to, as I said, he's going to lose a lot of cash quickly. So if we jump off now, maybe make a bit of money on him. Um, I'm not well, I'm not against that, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about getting rid of Harry Grant, and I'm just looking maybe to someone like, um, funny enough, Reed Marnie he's starting to sort of pick it up. Um, I've got to, I've got to have a look around because I, I don't actually know what his uh, score was tonight. I don't know what his score was tonight. I'll, but, I'll tell you in a sec. Well, if you tell me, I'll probably say no. I won't get him. But uh, uh, I can't find him. Where is he? Where he's pretty low. Is he right at the bottom? <laughs> oh, I was looking. At, I was looking in the hills. Thirty-seven. Yeah. He, oh, he okay, did no, not have maybe a good, I won't. Oh, I'm going to have a look around. I'll have a look around because maybe I might bring in Robson, but yeah, just I just I'm just in the same impression that Harry Grant Storm is just not kind of you know they're not playing very well. Harry Grant really it just doesn't seem like he's playing that well either, and uh, wondering if, if if we maybe do let him go uh, just until after Origin, let him drop a bit more cash. But the, the week we do that, I bet you he'll kill us. So um, no, that's a really good score though. Um, and bringing in Robson and Crossland, Robson probably would hurt you a little bit, be a bit disappointed. But Crossland, I think you'd be fairly happy with. Um, so what sort of depending on what sort of money you've got for for getting rid of Harry Grant, but yeah, I I wouldn't be unhappy if you if you did it either. But yeah, it's, it's yeah. So yeah, good good score, man. And uh, all right, we'll move on to our duds. Jay Warrior, your man Val Holmes against the Mighty Warriors, twenty six points. Yeah, this is almost like the reverse because. On one hand, I'm happy because he stunk it up against the Warriors, but on the other hand, I'm sad because uh, he's in my fantasy team. You're sort of looking for that cheap bludger try at the end uh, when the game's over to get him up to 45 or something. But no, he was a little bit unlucky. He just didn't look good the whole game, didn't get enough tackle bust this game, and it was just one of those clunky games. We'll talk about it later, but it just didn't really suit him. But the problem for me is... Another one that could potentially go onto the trade table, but he has got a great buy schedule. And even though he'll be in origin, um, 
I think he'll still play a lot of games, so he's probably just going to hang out on my team and lose money. Thank you. <laughs> um, and this week, my dud was Sam Walker. I've held him since round one. I'm just about over it. I've got that many spot fires this week. Uh, he might end up staying because um, I don't think we've got six or seven trades this round, so I'm probably not going to be able to get rid of him just yet. 30 points. Now, one word for him this weekend was errors, 24 points and negatives, uh, eight missed tackles and error, and three penalties. So, you know, that would have taken a score up over 50 and probably would have been, wouldn't have been in the dud section, that's for sure. I just think, I just think the way that um the Roosters are playing at the moment, ju- there's just no cohesion to the game. They're clunky. They just, the attack just doesn't seem to gel. And I think Sam Walker's sort of, you know, he, he's he's at the end of the stick there. He just, just can't get his flow going. And I just don't think, as, as we spoke about in the week, I'm not sure that Brandon Smith really suits the Roosters that well because he needs to sort of, it feels, with him being a run-first hooker, it's probably better that he distributes more for for his guns outside him rather than, than running it as much as he does. I just, I don't know, it's just something going on with the Roosters this year. They were a team I tipped to, for the minor premiership and and the premiership, but they're, they're a long way off the pace. I'm just not really sure what's going on there. And and and, and that whole Roosters team, they're just fantasy wise, is just not where they should be. And and um, yeah, Sam Walker's just not really um, scoring that well because of it. I don't think so. I think me, Cleary Cleary started to look like the dominant half in that game as well. So yep, um, in the Start of the season, Walker had his ball, his, ha- his hands in his balls, but no, he his hands on the ball uh, a lot more. And in this and on this game, it seemed like Kerry was getting a lot more of those mm. first ball yep. options. And yep. yeah, that's a concern to me. So that's mm. why I'll, I too, he's he's on the chopping block. Yep. Yeah, that was that was something I was um I was, I was about to mention actually that it just looks like Luke Kerry seems to be running the show a bit more, eh? Um, and, and it, that's definitely hurting Sam Walker. So yeah, he's another one I'll be looking to to move it, on this week. It's not always good having a a spine full of ball dominant players. Mm. It's, it's, it's exactly the same as like in a basketball team. You see all these like big threes, but they're all ball dominant players, and that just doesn't work. That's what it kind of seems like with the Roosters at the moment. Mm, um, mm, mm. Like there's just with, no sort yeah. of cohesion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Kerry bringing that, that more running half, he basically just takes the ball and goes, and Sam Walker really doesn't probably get too much of it. You know, he gets the in-play kick meters and that, but but they're not, that that alone isn't going to help him. So, yeah, definitely someone that's on my uh, possible chopping block this week. Uh, move on to you, Shooter. Someone I just spoke about, and Harry Grant, 38 points, another shocker. Uh, yeah, so... He just, he's had a few of the, like, I don't know, 36 points. He just didn't look that involved. And it's kind of just the way the game went as well. Uh, Manly were very dominant mm. in the game. And most of his points just come off base. Like, you, Harry Grant quite often uh, has good attacking stats. But this week he had 37 tackles and 32 run meters, which is uh, probably fairly low for him. Yeah. Um, he just the game wasn't the game for him. It was the going to be the battle of Brookvale all over again uh, at a couple of points there. So yeah, hopefully it's just an off week. I, I wouldn't be rushing to sell him. You never never trade a keeper. Um, 
he's probably still going to play play that bench hooker role in in Origin. Queensland are pretty loyal and and hold their uh, their lineups pretty well. So um, I don't see him as too much of a panic at the moment. But mm-hmm. you probably want a good backup hooker there anyway. Yeah, I guess. I guess funny the way I said it before. I guess the way that the round's going, everyone's thinking about trading all these guns. We probably just need to be a bit tie ho. So uh, yeah, maybe uh, we shouldn't be selling Harry Grant. That's for sure. Um, talking, he's partnered with Vangas Squad. Uh, so register now for free at gamedaysquad.com.au or download the app. Register now for free at gamedaysquad.com.au uh, or simply download the app and get started. If you got any problems, just uh, let one of us know and. And we can help you out there. We're going to hear from Jacob Murray. Now that, so back to the storm here. Out of Grant, Katoa, Liero, who should be traded out before the buy-in round nine? Now, we just spoke about this one, Jay Warrior, and uh, you were feeling that probably Katoa's the one that's probably got to go, and maybe Warbrick if you have him. Um, you still got the Warbrick? War. What is he good for? Yeah, no... Just another one of my tale of woes this week because uh, he was in my emergencies and on one side it says he gets 38 and on the other side it says he gets 31. And if he had got the 38, I might have reversed my trade and kept Tamari Martin and taken 38. But uh, I didn't and I got CNK in and took CNK's beautiful 21 or 22 or whatever pathetic <laughs> score it was. So, um, no, but Grant Katoa... Loreiro, I guess you've got to make a call. Like, yeah, like the problem is Grant's going to lose a lot of money and get rested a little bit over Origin. So for me, he's probably a high sellout priority in that list mm. uh, before round nine. And then I would pick one out of Kata and Loreiro to decide who could be my bottom end keeper and is more long term. Got to have a better average, mm, and yep. yeah, I know I'm. I've got uh, bias because of this week, but I actually think Kartawa will outscore Lariro over the season. Yep. Yeah, I think yep, Kartawa is yep, borderline yep. keeper. Eh? Yeah, yep. I, I thought that all season until this game, and then in this game, the ball just didn't go his way. Nearly yep. every every week, I say to my brother-in-law, I say, "Man, I'm going to trade out Lariro." This week, but then you'll like end up with like a mid forties and still still making <laughs> just hold it on, <laughs> yeah, still makes cash. And then he got like fifty or something this week. Yeah, yeah, um, he yeah he did. He scored well. So. Yep, but he's still like, making cash. Cartel scored thirty three this week, which just smells badly. But he missed mm. four tackles and had absolutely zero attacking stats. And every other True. week, he's had multiple tackle busts, offloads, line breaks, tries. So. This week was the anomaly. Um, mm. So, yeah, I'm I'm going to try and not rage trade. So if, I might try and not do my trades till Wednesday just to let the heat come out of me. To, to show <laughs> to show how how fantasy unrelevant that game was, you had to fall for uh, Sipley with the third highest fantasy score as an interchange prop with off 43 minutes. So it tells you what sort of game it was. True. Yeah, nah. Fickle, fickle. So so I'm wondering if we, out of this, do we just hold all three this week and reassess before they're buying round nine? I think that's probably the way to go there, Jacob. Um, 100%. Very, yeah, fantasy-irrelevant game. So you just hold those three and have a look uh, prior to round nine. 
Although the problem for the Storm is they play the juggernaut this week that is the Warriors, and so it could happen all over again. So, yeah, maybe sell all three. <laughs> yeah, it's a good call. Great call. Clear, clear as mud. Yeah, fair enough. Um, one here from Anthony, and, and I think uh, I didn't see the Raiders game, but Tarpon is the time to trade. Now, I, at the start of the season, thought Ricky Short would have some faith in Joe Tarpany. Uh, it would give him some better minutes. He would produce some better scores. But this year, just he just doesn't look anything like the previous last couple of seasons. I don't know what's in the water down there at the Raiders, but Ricky Stewart just does not give the minutes to his better forwards. I think Corey Horsburgh played about 70-odd minutes, didn't he? Um, And Tarpany only played the 48 or something. So wouldn't you think that he would at least go close to playing the same amount of minutes as Corey Horsburgh? Obviously not, but if you want to get rid of him, I wouldn't be against it, but just remember that they've got a pretty good buy schedule. Yes, they've got the buy next week, but I'm going to hold Tarpany just for their buy schedule, and I think um, there's going to be a lot of people bringing them in at that discounted price after round eight, so I uh, might as well just hold on for now, I think, there, uh, Anthony. Uh, one here from Michael. Shout out to Michael. How are you, mate? Uh, terrible week for me, boys, like everybody else. Stags, Kerrigan, and Tarpany on the chopping block shooter. Out of these three, mate, who... Out of two, who would two of them would you trade out of these three? Uh, let me just have a quick squiz at uh, Stag- Stags. I think has not reached the heights of what his price uh, that you want from his price. So he's had two good scores this year. He's had a sixty-six and a fifty-nine, but also you've had a thirty-seven, twenty-eight, an eighteen, and a twenty-six. Yeah, um, and I'm not sure what he scored against the Bron- uh, against the Gold Coast Titans which it was, again, looks fairly low. I can't even find him. 21 trade yep. stags out before you lose any more money there. I'm in a similar position with Joseph uh, uh So I'd be trading stags. If I knew what your centre options were looking like at the moment, um, you could probably almost get another gun centre in. We know stags has got that quality, but he's just the ball doesn't seem to go his way. Mm. Um, and we know Reese Walsh loves a big cutout pass, so uh, centres don't get the ball too much. Um, yeah, yeah. And now the other ones, I got rid of Kerrigan a couple of weeks ago. I didn't know if it was going to be a good idea or not, but it, he just, I don't know if he passes the ball too much or yeah, um, or, or what. He doesn't He doesn't get a lot of attacking stats. He's all he's all D, basically, and um, mm. run metres. So, I don't know, you could... Take your pick, but I definitely think Stags. You you've got to cut your losses on him. You can't yep. be copping. He's like five eleven or something at the moment, um, and his average is terrible. So you can't be copping that with that price. <laughs> he started five twenty eight, I think, the start of the season, if I remember rightly. So yeah, he's over seven rounds. He's already lost. You know, only seventeen k, but just not consistent, hey man. Yeah, you just want, like when you're spending that money, you just want like better scores, obviously. Yep, yep, yep. So, yeah, Mike, I hope that's answered your question. I'll probably look at uh, getting rid of um, Stags and Carrigan and just holding on to the top in here, mate. Where am I going? Next one. Here's an interesting one from Scott Fry. Tarpany to Arrow. Been holding Tarpany and Turbo for the round 13 factor, but want to get them off, get them both, I think. I uh, get off them both, I think. So, Jay Warrior, what are your thoughts here on Jai Arrow, mate? Do you think he's. Probably now with that injury to Colomitangi, six to eight weeks, 
Uh, Arrow, jagged each spot there, do you reckon? I think he's a definite look at. Uh, mm. He had a great week this week, scoring 66. Um, only played 61 minutes, so you don't have, even uh, even Shooter could work out the mass that that's more than one ppm <laughs> per minute. So uh, at that, and with six tackle busts and an offload, it just shows what he's got: 181 run meters. Mm. He's pretty reasonably priced. He's got uh, the dual mid edge, which is attractive. He won't go up. Uh, much in price, so he's going to be around that 640 number. So again, not owned by anyone in the top 5,000. So Pod City, 1.15 uh, owner, plays that first buy round. Uh, could be a real sneaky option. And if you look at his scores over the last year, you'll struggle to find anything like he's had one bad game. And everything else is a minimum of 40 um, with a lot of 60s in there and even a, a ceiling of 74. So, um, yeah, he's definitely going to be getting the thorough working over from my eyes this week because <laughs> I, I love a pod. Yep. Does does he play Origin, Jay Warrior? Or do you think he's a bit past it and there's probably some players that are sneaking ahead? That's my only thought on Jay Warrior. He has been in the squad over the last few years, mm. and he's a Queenslander, so that means they generally stick pretty loyal. He only um, fell out over the whole stripper thing. Yes, that's what oh, it was a couple of years back. Um, he's only 27, and he is still one of the better four. No, I mean, tell us about the stripper story. <laughs> oh, he took a He took <laughs> a, a, I think it was, like during, it was during COVID or something, and he took a stripper into camp or something, and... And got dropped, and then hasn't been uh, probably since, eh? yeah a little bit more stringent on their rules um, around that, but in in the Queensland camp. But I I think he probably will be there or thereabouts in Origin if he keeps playing well. Mm. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I mean, great as is Jay Warriors, a great option for a pot. I'm just not sure if he's going to play Origin or not. Wouldn't surprise me uh, if he if he was an Origin, but it'd be good if he wasn't. He's definitely someone for us to have a look at this week. All uh, right, we will get. Oh, actually, no, I'll go here one more for Andrew. Traded in Couchman this week and had to use him as a starting mid, which is a big mistake. Grant for Haas this week. Carrigan, Haas, and Ford as mids. Uh, Shooter, you own Payne Haas and you own Ford, don't you? Yeah, I started with both of them and yep. I've not regretted it. Jackson huh. Jackson Ford, though, does look like he's probably heading towards a sell, probably maybe in th- three-ish weeks, maybe. Yep. Yeah, he got From, 38 this week. Um. When like when he gets some attacking stats, he's really good, and, and I love him as a player. But as a fantasy player, just he looks like a bit of a lawyer where he could probably get you quite a few, like sort of average around that thirty-five-ish mark. But he's he's made some good money, so I would be looking, waiting and seeing, and probably he'll be a sell at some point pretty shortly. Um, again, Carrigan, you could probably go to to someone else, but maybe like a Madison or something like that. But I think a Haas is pretty much a must-have. I mm. wouldn't be trading Grant, like I said just before. It's, I, I don't think you trade a keeper hooker 
with potential like Grant. Storm aren't playing well. They've got lots of injuries. All it takes is for him to get have like a big attacking game and get his rhythm back, and he'll get you like an 80 or something. So, Yep, yep, fair call. All right, lads, we will move into the best part of the night, and that is talking about our Warriors. Now, our fantasy scores may have been terrible, but our Warriors won, so there's always something to, to be happy about in the NRL, especially this week. Uh, Shooter, I'll let you start by talking about what you saw and your thoughts on the game, mate. Uh, well, it was another messy game. The Warriors made it hard for themselves, made plenty of... Um, sorry, I just got a cough. <laughs> the Warriors made plenty of errors and um, and it looked like one of those games like, oh, are we going to lose it at the end here? Or And I think uh, Richie said in the chat at one point with about two minutes to go, oh, no, it's over now. And I, I thought, don't say that, don't say that. <laughs> but, but, no, they were pretty good. Like, I really loved Dylan Walker playing at 5'8". It just, that um, left side defence was so good. Uh, Jeremiah Nanai didn't do anything who I must say is probably being one of the biggest cases of second year syndrome I've mm. seen for a little while. Um, I, yeah, I just love them. I, I see there's a question there. Tom Ali, will he retain a spot on the bench? He's going to soak up those missing Dylan Walker minutes off the bench, I think, at the moment. Yep. Um, I think he's getting better and better every week also. So I think he is such a good player. He was talked about in the preseason as definitely having a spot in that 17. I think the person most at risk in that uh, rotation is Bunty Afoa, yep. who I don't know just doesn't seem to have the motor or, or what the Warriors really need at the moment. Um, but I'm not the coach, so who knows what the what they're doing. But yeah, overall, as a game, it was, it was good to win, good to beat Cowboys twice in a row. Um, the Cowboys do not look good at all. I did say at the start of the year that. I think last year might have been a bit of a fluke for the Cowboys, and I'm kind of being proven right at the moment. Um, they just got hot and sort of continued. Yeah, got on a. They played really well last year, but this year their attack is real stale, and they just don't seem to have don't seem to have it. So um, here's hoping the Warriors can get up against the Storm on on that Tuesday night game. Yeah, Jay Warrior. What are your thoughts on the game, mate? And, uh, yeah, it's a good game. Yeah, it's, I think uh, Webby said it best in the press conference when he says it's never easy getting two points in the NRL. And this week we made it look quite hard to get those two points. And I also think it's quite difficult playing the same team twice in quick succession. And we gave them a good flogging at their home. And you knew they'd <laughs> want to sort of get a bit of payback. And we saw what happened against the Knights. We beat the Knights and then the Knights fire up and then they, they beat us. So I was worried that would that might happen again. Mm, mm. So to grind out a win again was really important because we know we've got a tough game against the Storm next week. And had we lost this one, then you then potentially you might have lost three in a row. And then all of a sudden you start <clears> to look <throat> sideways a little bit. So I was really wrapped that they put it in and fought because at 14-0 playing into the wind, uh, I've seen other Warriors teams in the past sort of go, oh, it's just not our day, boys, and you end up losing 32-14 or something crazy. And mm. you think, I don't know what happened. We were playing pretty good. But this year you can see that resolve again where we defended uh, stoutly and even when we copped a couple of rough decisions. Like there was that weird one in the uh, first half where 
they got a scrum in the middle of the thing. Oh, yeah. Kicked out kicked on the out. Pool or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, know. Kicked out. Then how did we kick it out backwards? And it was really weird. And, <laughs> um, yeah, so no, it was good just to get a grinding win. We didn't, and as yep. um, Webby said, we didn't play perfect. There's a heap of problems, but we won the game. And that's, as mm. a fan, all we want. I don't care how they win. You know, I'd rather win ugly than look good losing. Yep, yep. Still winning yeah. when you're playing like that. It's always is always good as well. So yeah, and I think uh, Webby said that having a nine day turnaround is quite nice because you can give the boys three days off, and then we can have a big block of training where we can actually work on things. Mm-hmm. Whereas he says at the moment with the travel, you know, we've only played two games at Mount Smart this stadium uh, this year. When you look at the Broncos, they've had six games uh, at Suncorp, so that's going to swing around. And the Broncos might just do what they did last year and drift down a little bit. And the Warriors, once we start getting our, our big run of home games, should solidify their position. Yeah, definitely good words, Jay Warrior, and definitely true. You know, they've worked hard away from home, and now it's their turn to be at home. Hopefully we can start putting more wins together and, and really helping ourselves towards that back end of the season and finish off strongly. Um, but, yeah, for me, I just think, um, it was as you guys said, a really scrappy game, but a game that that we, we hung in the fight. You know, we, we started losing a bit of momentum there um, at the start of the second half of the first sort of 15, 20 minutes, uh, and I just thought, well, man, hopefully the boys could hold on here. And and they sort of you know they fell away a little bit they but they fought fought their way back you know they 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 won they won ugly but as you guys said wins a win there's no pictures on a scorecard and I think all the Warriors fans will be happy that they're able to win such a error riddled game um, because as you said in the past they probably would have folded and been smoked so it's just good to see that resolve there and and as I said in the last few weeks it's good to see the boys buying into what the coaches are are trying to instill in them and just playing with belief and playing for each other and you saw that this week and, and you've seen that all season so it's just really really good to see yeah, right, well, I thought, sorry, I thought Montoya sorry I was just going to say I thought Montoya looked real sharp <laughs> at centre too so that run he made was mad where he's just fending people off and then just offloaded to coffee. <laughs> that, that was a mad run and that was yep. good to see. So uh, I think that might be our solution in, on that centre because we were a little bit iffy with Vilea and we tried uh, Willie Army as well. So mm. I think that could uh, shore up that side a little bit. Do we think Do we think Dallin holds that left wing spot? Because I'm kind of not sure on his performance to be the fair shooter. Do you think he holds that spot? <laughs> Well, they brought him in for a reason. I think it did make the team better, how they had the team. It was his first grade, uh, first game back in grade for mm. since last year, so um, give him a couple of games. I, I don't think they'll be dropping him anytime soon. He just, yeah, his reads on defence weren't that great, keep showing uh, Toilangi the oh, sideline yeah. yep. yep. and getting burnt, and uh, he dropped the ball a few times, but... Um, I don't think there's anyone better to go there at the moment. Ed Cossie can play great on any side of the any side of the field. It depends when Braden Williami comes back. Whether if if he comes back, Marcelo goes back to the wing, and maybe Dallin may miss out. I don't know. While yeah. we're winning, we're not going to be dropping players. I don't think. So. Yep. No, yeah. no, fair call, fair call. All right, we'll move on. Get to some more questions. One here from Trent Hitter. Uh, trade Munster to Hines with a storm by coming up and around. Obviously, uh, Munster playing Origin shooter. Would you pull the trigger on this one, bro? Well, yeah, that's a no-brainer, really. Well, 
money money's playing pretty good and he and he's scoring fine but I think you want Hines in there as you as you keep one of your keeper halves. Um, still don't know if he's going to make Origin. There's lots of talk that he will. There's lots of talk that he won't. Who actually knows? Um, I think that's a pretty good trade going into round nine if you've got Munster. Yeah, nice. Uh, one here from Jonty for you. Uh, your favourite player here, shooter Warbrook. Who would you trade him to? Is that for you, Rich, or is that for me? For you, uh, Jay Warrior. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully you don't need another winger because there's no real wingers around that price that have got any potential at the moment. But at that price, you can pretty much straight swap Warbrick to Crossland. So hopefully you've got a bit of flex in those wing fullbacks. I think we're still all carrying one or two sort of bludges that we can plug in there. But if you need to play someone, then you're going to have to look at, I don't know, that... I know the Eels have had a couple and they don't look any good, Hayes, Perham and uh, Russell. So they're not really options because you'll just have to spend two trades, one in, one out for those, and they won't make you enough money. So um, if there's no better replacement, you're probably better just keep on holding Warbrick until someone comes comes up. But if you can plug in a different position, just go for um, Crossland, same price. Yeah, nice. One here now from uh, David Tuiala. And this is one of my guys that I'm going to be trading this week. Bryce Cartwright, if he continues to start off the bench, I don't think we can hold him. We'll take the money and run, thanks. So I think for him, um, he's made us some good money. But I always said as soon as he goes back to that bench, I think he's a trade. So for me, I'll be uh, likely getting rid of him and looking for a cash down option for an upgrade somewhere else. So for me, David, I'll be getting rid of him as long as he's continuing to start on that bench. He's gone for me, Bryce. Uh, James Saunders, he's one for you, Shooter. Uh, Carrigan and Cardi to Matto and Bird, pretty solid trades. I think I'd lock them in. Yeah, I don't mind that at all. I've got both players. Uh, never had Cardi. I was pretty gutted that I didn't get Cardi and didn't get to reap the rewards of the of the lotto win. But um, yeah, Matto and Bird are a good replacement for Carrigan and Cardi. Unlikely to pay Origin for. Well, Madison has every chance to play Origin, I, I presume, but um, unlikely. Uh, so, yeah, good trade. Yeah, nice. One here now from Jeremy Collett. This will be the last one for the night, guys. Uh, Jeremy Collett bringing Haas now with State of Origin. Still has three, three buys. Wow. Still has three buys or go with someone else. What do you reckon, Jay Warrior? Would you be bringing in Payne Haas now this close to Origin? Look, he's still going to have three or four games before they go. No, I think the problem is is that I think Kevy probably realises where he mucked up last year and he just kept flogging the boys over Origin. So I think this year you'll see a little bit more resting going on. And I just think that, yeah, it's unfortunate if you're a bit like me where you started the season uh, with Carrigan over Haas. And if you went Haas, then you've still got Haas. And if you had Carrigan, you've either sold him or you're about to sell him. So... Uh, you just have to sort of bite the bullet and say, well, I missed Haas, and then hope that those that have Haas sort of hang on over that origin period and get burnt a little bit. Sorry, Shooter. <laughs> yeah, I'm on the I'm in the sum and agreements there, mate. Um, I think now it's probably a little bit too late if you want to look at Haas after uh, after origin, but I am definitely a bit gutted I didn't start with him, and I started with Carrigan and Tarpany, which is a big fail, especially noting the way Tarpany went tonight, as I've already spoken about. 
So just a reminder, guys, next podcast for Talking League will be the 6th of May at Magic Round. Uh, all the boys will be there meet and greet at uh, Lefty's Musical Caxton Street across the road from Suncorp Stadium for midday. Uh, live podcast starting off at 1pm. Uh, and just remember, we're brought to you by Game Day Squad. Create, coach, and compete in fantasy. Be the coach and win. Download the app and play today. So, any last uh, words for you, Jay Warrior? I'm guessing you're probably going to want to know our ranks and our uh, future trades for the week, but there's that many. I don't know if I can tell you what they're really going to be right now. Yeah, I suppose we did overall rank. So, I'm out to 1,802, which is a big flop this week. Dropped 1,000 places. Only scored 750. And... Trades this week, uh, yeah, Walker's a definite sell for me. Uh, and then I've got Kartoa's on the chopping block. Hopgood's a headache. Um, <laughs> if he's going to start, he could just hang on because he's mm. got such a good buy schedule. Yep. That's why I got him in in the first place. So mm-hmm. he's going to be real close to hanging on. Yes, but just with my rage trading and wanting to bring some players in uh, to really teach the boys a lesson and say it's not acceptable this performance of seven fifty. <laughs> Either lift your game or you too can be sacked. But hopefully, just with the dropping of Sam Walker, they'll get the message. Uh, so I'm going to probably go Sam Walker, and I'm thinking Dylan Walker because you've got to have a Walker in your team as my new motto this year. So. Yeah, <laughs> I just made it up. No, I just can't stand having Moses in my team, but I want a player that plays a lot of the buy rounds. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, and uh, I guess I'd like to, and yeah, Warbrick's probably going to go out and I'll get Crossland in, and that might be me. Mm, nice. And for you, Shooter? Uh, so I got 827 this week, and at the moment, before updates, my rank's 1457. Just remember. Uh, Andy, who I played in head-to-head this week, who's beating me by one point at the moment. Ooh. Updates can go either way. He's doing the early crow in the in the group chat, so uh, don't blow your load too early, Andy. Um, <laughs> my my trade, I don't know. I don't, I don't really need to make any trades at the moment. I'm in quite a good position, but probably do need to get rid of Joseph Suali'i, who's sitting there at 500 and something K in my emergencies. Um, probably bring in someone like Crossland and wait for the week after when I can just shore up my bench a little bit better. But there's no no big spot fires at the moment unless something happens drastically over the next couple of days. Yeah, nice. nice. I guess the yeah, problem with Crossland that I was thinking about, though, is if we bring Crossland in, Pong is back. If Ponga, who knows where they're going to try and hide him that he doesn't have to tackle, but it could mean Gamble ends up spending a bit of time at hooker as well. So, yeah, I don't know. I'll have to give that some thought. I'll wait for team list Tuesday. I would think Gamble plays more of a lock, like a roaming middle. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's way too big to play hooker. It wouldn't be good on his body. And then... um, (laughs) Yeah, I, I think they need to have Gamble in that team somewhere because he gives the Knights a bit of mongrel. So, yep, yep. Uh, so for me, boys, I think I I uh, was right at the back this week for Talking League game seven hundred and twenty seven, which is an absolute shocker. Uh, rank is six six two six. Uh, trades I'm looking this week will be Carrigan Walker and. 
Cardi. So be maxing out this week, getting rid of those three. There'll be a few I'll be having a look at to bring in a lot that we've spoken about tonight. I'm pretty interested in Joy Arrow. I'm uh, just not sure if he's going to play Origin, so I'm not sure if I want to take a risk on him. He's starting to look for guys that aren't playing Origin with the decent buy schedules. Um, so, yeah, those are highly likely the three I'll be putting out this week. Um, so I'll be seeing what I can do with getting rid of those three. So overall, not, not the greatest uh, week for, for a lot of coaches, but uh, hang in there. Make some... Uh, have a good look at the buy schedules uh, coming up for your for your trades this week. We've definitely got to start having a look at those. But other than that, have a good week, everyone. Thanks for listening. Um, and we will talk to you next week. Thank you. Cheers, boys. Thanks.